Kosovo in de Libische hoofdstad Tripoli aangevallen. Er zouden zes raketten zijn ingeslagen, maar over eventuele slachtoffers of schade is niets bekend. Wel is de luchthaven inmiddels gesloten. Tien dagen geleden werd er in Libië een wapenstilstand afgesproken, maar sindsdien hebben de strijdende partijen elkaar al verschillende keren beschuldigd van het schenden daarvan. Het graf in Maastricht, waar vandaag naar mogelijke stoffelijke resten van Tanja Groen werd gezocht, was net gedolven toen ze in 1993 verdween. Justitie houdt er rekening mee dat de toen 18-jarige eerstejaarsstudenten is vermoord en diezelfde avond nog in het graf is gelegd. Het zal wel nog weken duren voordat definitief duidelijk wordt of dat inderdaad ook zo is. De man die er de volgende dag is begraven heeft, net als zijn nabestaanden, niets met de zaak van Tanja Groen te maken. In China is het dodental door het nieuwe coronavirus opgelopen naar 17. De overleden patiënten komen allemaal uit de provincie Hubei, waar het virus vorige maand opdook in de miljoenenstad Wuhan. Het virus is ook al buiten China gesignaleerd. In Thailand, Japan, Taiwan, Zuid-Korea, in de VS en mogelijk ook in Mexico. Er zijn inmiddels 447 besmettingen vastgesteld. De Wereldgezondheidsorganisatie houdt vandaag in Genève spoedoverleg over de situatie rondom het nieuwe coronavirus. En het vroegere Rotterdamse PvdA-gemeenteraadslid Kevin van Eiker heeft een taakstraf van 240 uur gekregen nadat de rechter hem schuldig achtte aan verzekeringsfraude. Van Eiker had voor ruim 10.000 euro geclaimd voor laptops, camera's, brillen en schoenen die zogenaamd zouden zijn gestolen. Van Eiker heeft dat ook allemaal bekend en spijt betuigd en ook heeft hij de ontvangen bedragen teruggestort. Volgens de rechter was een gevangenisstraf passend, maar de negatieve publiciteit en het opgeven van het raadslidmaatschap door Van Eikeren woog mee in de straf. Het weer op veel plaatsen nevel en mist bij een zwakke tot matige wind uit westelijke richtingen. Vannacht koelt het af naar 0 tot 6 graden. Morgen begint mistig en bewolkt, later wordt het in het zuiden zonnig bij temperaturen van 4 tot 8 graden. Tot zover het radionieuws. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. Wednesday evenings from 6 until 7 on 107.5. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. This is Dumar. Is dit alles? Oh, 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 oh. 
to another episode of Student Radio Maastricht 107.5 FM. You're listening to Dumar Is Dit Alles, which translates in English to Is This All There Is? And today we will talk about a real scary topic, making the decision to stop with your studies. Because sometimes during our studies that nagging feeling pops up, is this all there is to it? Is it what I'm going to do for the next few years or the rest of my life? And then the big question we have to answer and we'll look into today as well. And you have to answer before the 1st of February is do I stay or do I go? I'm Katinka van Kan, student life coach and your host for today's show. And with me here today is Nienke Nagera Hogevorst. Welcome Nienke. And uh, on tech we have Ruby. And Ralfa, Ralfa is going to be learning hello, hello, tech hello. today. Our hello, special, hello. Uh, special intern for today. Oh my god! Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see what you can learn here from Ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go into the conversation, Nienke, would you please introduce yourself and tell us why you are here with me today? Of course, of course. Well, hello everybody. I'm Nienke. I'm 22 years old. I'm currently studying nursing. Um, to be a nurse um, and I'm right now in my second year and I'm planning to quit my study. Yeah, and you're planning on doing that. Yeah, and that's uh, what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, so do I stay or do I go? You decided that you're probably going to go. Yes, yes. <laughs> right, cool. Uh, we're going to look into that a bit today, how that process went to, uh, for you and all the yeah decisions we have to make before you come there. Uh, you decided to stop your current studies. Was was that an easy decision to make? Um, well, I think stopping a study, uh, quitting with a study is not an easy decision to make. But I discovered pretty quick uh, what I wanted and uh, not to continue. Um, and it's mostly because I had a few difficulties during my first year of university. Um, and that was very eye-opening for me. Um, and of course, I talked a lot about about a lot with family and friends and actually based on that I made my decision to quit. Alright, so was a feeling you had early on, did you have that feeling in your first year already? Um, Not really, actually uh, (laughs) when I had a few of my exams and uh, during my exams there were a few difficulties uh, with the organization and um, it's just something I couldn't go through with it at this point and I still managed to get accepted in my second year Um, but I want to get my propedeuses so all my 60 European credits uh, so I can finish my first year. All right so that was very important for you to finish that first year so we're talking now we're going to go and look into that a bit later as well the first of February rule that was something that you passed already before you thought about no maybe this is not my thing I did thought about it um, but it wasn't possible for me anymore because it was past uh, the first of February yeah um, so I uh, didn't I didn't all right so you decided to continue yeah and that was mostly the exams and the organization so you're studying at Saito school yes and there's things not going that well we don't have to go into that no. today <laughs> no I know stuff happened yeah. uh, and it happens to a lot of us but it is maybe part of the reason because you're continuing to study I'm continuing continuing to study but um, I hope uh, at a different study Maastricht University they're more uh, they can help you more with dyslexia because I'm dyslexic and I need a few uh, guidance help 
and I didn't got it from Zuid University. Eventually they gave it to me, but there was a lot going on and um, yeah, well, there was a lot of stress and actually I got kind of done <laughs> with the whole <laughs> yeah. situation and I just need some time for myself. So that is Lexia also part of the reason that you thought maybe this a particular school or this this curriculum yeah. is not really fit for me. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope that a different study uh, fit me more and could help me more with my problems or, yeah, not call it a disability, a learning disability is, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so maybe at the different studies with different curriculum, different guidelines that will yeah. fit, fit you better. I hope so. Okay, cool. So how do you feel about that now? Because obviously you're studying at Zuid, you're going to study at the university, which is a whole different game maybe, and yeah. I think you're talking about add some pro problems with the organization, but mm -hmm. that might be there at university as well, so it's something yeah. that you thought about? Yeah, of course, uh, that's the first thing I thought about actually, but I already came this far and you know sometimes you just gotta go through it to experience how it's how it how it's like and maybe it fits for me maybe it really is something for me but right now i'm not gonna get scared for whatever reason after what happened okay, so you're not yeah. scared scared of school <laughs> going to school in a way i am but if i don't do it um i'll, I'll gonna regret it Okay. I know for sure. All right, it's good that you know that and that you have that clear. So you're going to nursing school now? Yes. And what what are you planning on doing at the university? Um, health sciences. Oh, okay, so that's a whole different game. But there's yeah. going to be a lot of learning there. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> gonna right. whole, that's a whole different level. <laughs> Any actually. idea what you're going to do with that then? Um, no, not sure. It's actually uh, the first year of health sciences is pretty... Uh, you get different directions and every direction you choose you can choose a different path and um, the thing is I just want to experience more of every direction and then choose whether I want to go that way or another way or stay or go again stay or go <laughs> again I know I don't know <laughs> no I hope it will be a better fit because you already did one studies as well right so yeah. now you're at Saratoga school but you did a study before that yeah. can you tell something about that and how that went um it actually went pretty good there were a few moments uh, of stress but I managed to go through um it's actually just call it social work but just the level beneath it and um, I actually accidentally roll <laughs> in healthcare uh, because up front I did a whole different study, actually designing. Um, oh, so you switched you switch uh, before yeah, that already? I already switched All before. right, let's go back to that then. <laughs> yeah. You come off high school, you finish them pretty early because I don't know if anybody here knows the English terms for MBO and HBO. Because there's like um, different We don't terms have the same system in England. Yeah, it's very right, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so you finished here high school and then you went to MBO, so you were 16 then, right? Yeah, 16. About 16? Yeah, 16 at the moment. And you started designing school? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, actually designing school, let's just call it designing school. Designing furniture, having, yeah, actually just a creative study uh, because I came from a creative high school. Um, so I had a lot of hobbies, um, make my own clothes, yeah, arts and crafts. Uh, yeah, oh, art, I love yeah it. exactly. <laughs> and I really thought that it was something for me because I had to choose on a very early age, um, 
and make a very big decision because my teachers told me, yeah, you need to choose whether you want for what you want to do for the rest of your life. And you were 16. Yeah, and I was stressing. <laughs> it was really bad. So I just chose something that I thought was something for me. And actually, my teachers were just encouraging me to do something and sign me up for any study because I was still uh, underage, so I had to go to school. Yeah, you have to you have to be yeah. in school until you're, I think, 18, but they might have opted up to 21 Yeah, now. 21, 21. 21 right. is it now. And, um, and then you decided to do that, and yeah. then you quit? Yeah, because I thought, nah, it's maybe more uh, a hobby <laughs> than something I, I, I really want to work in. Um, and after I was actually thinking a lot about okay what what do i like uh well i like to work with people mean something for somebody else but you can have that's something you have in many work fields so yeah, that's definitely. actually pretty um also stressing me out at the moment <laughs> uh, when i was 16 and then i thought maybe social work i just need to choose something and there's and that was a better fit because yeah. you did finish that right that was yeah, four years i loved it <laughs> i okay, actually cool. really liked it so you've actually been answering this question a few times over the past few years we're yeah. gonna listen to a song that talks about that as well okay which is from the class should i stay or should i go well let's listen to the song and uh, talk some more about making this decision which obviously you are very good at yes <laughs> You say that you are mine I'll be here till the end of time So you've got to let me know Should I stay or should I go? It's always tease, tease, tease You're happy when I'm on my knees One day is fine, the next is black so if you want me off your back Well come on and let me know Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go there will be trouble Decisions bugging me. If you don't want me, set me free. Exactly whom I'm supposed to be. Don't you know which clothes even fit me? Come on and let me know. Should I cool it or should I blow? Should I 
stay or do I go? When is it the right time to quit your studies? It's a tough question that we want to adjust today. I do that with Ninke here with me. Uh, because a lot of us have to make this decision before the 1st of February. Well, Ninke, we talked a bit about your career as a student already. So yeah. you started studying when you were 16. Can we 60. ask why the 1st of February? Because I'm not yeah, aware of why. I was going to go into that <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, so we have to make this decision and everybody always talks about the 1st of February rule, right? Let's call it the 1st of Feb rule. And uh, this is something I wanted to explain today as well because I've been talking to a lot about s of students about it. And Ninka, you, you told me as well before we started the show, like I know it exists, but I don't really know what it's about. Yeah. So uh, I did some research to see if it's still there. It is. But it's pretty complicated. Uh, like a lot of things we have here in the Netherlands, it's something that can gives us gives us a bit of funding for school, help us, support us. But then we make it really complicated in the bureaucracy. Um, but yeah, basically, it's interesting for first-year students in their first study. So that leaves out a lot of us already, because if you're studying for the second or third time, or you're not in your first year anymore. Then this is not for you, but let's say you're a first-year student and you, you're doing your first studies. And when you're doubting this, like, is this maybe the right thing for me or not? Then you can stop before the 1st of February and that means that you get your supplementary grant back. Well, this is the next thing. It's always nice <laughs> sorry, to get some finances back, but what is this supplementary grant? Because that's also very complicated. And it's part of your STUFI, like your student grants. Yeah, Ruby, you're looking at me. <laughs> like, um, are you following this? I'm following this because I went through the application process myself. But this is something right. that's not applicable to any international students. Only Dutch students can, uh, with the Dutch nationality, can apply for the STUFI or study finance. Yeah, I think... I've talked to my mom, she works at the university. There are some international students, but maybe if you move here as an expat... I think that's a different way about going it if you're not just moving here f for studying but if your parents live here as well i think that's an explanation for yeah i think the only way students. you have to have the dutch nationality or a type one residence visa i believe yeah maybe that's you, it. because otherwise you're only entitled to and this is only for eu countries as well you're entitled to contribution of tuition fees yeah. so you can get your tuition fees alone but it's only a loan, there's no grant-based system in place. Yeah. And you can get the supplementary grant, but that means you have to work 56 hours or more per month. And then... A lot, a lot. That's yeah. a lot, for one, for students to work next to it. And it's also uh, monthly, and you have to prove it every single month. You need to send the duo your finances to make sure you, they can... Give yeah, you the grant definitely and, that's and if a, you don't they cut it that's the thing with this everybody is talking about it it's something that they put out as as a little push for students as well like if you're doubting your studies make sure that you stop before the first of february but for most students it, d it doesn't do anything for you because even this supplementary grant is something that a lot of students don't get because you only get it if either your parents have a low income or if there's like more siblings studying. So if you're stu with three or four siblings and you're all studying, then you can get it. But me as a student, I didn't get it either uh, because they just looked at the income of my parents and just like, yeah, they have to support you and that's it. So even then it doesn't really matter if you're gonna stop before the 1st of February or later or just struggle through that year. 
So it's a very complicated rule that is there to help students make a decision in stopping school, quitting, or maybe switching it next year. But for a lot of us, it doesn't really do anything. That's uh, the main point. So don't be scared of the 1st of February. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit upsetting because uh, I think the idea behind it is pretty nice. But yeah, if it doesn't do anything for the students, especially for the international students, like you said, Ruby, that's over 50% of the students in Maastricht. Yeah, and I so. think the proper Dalza rule is something that's a lot more interesting in this regard. Because when I moved here, I realized I didn't have the grades to get into Maastricht University. So I had to do a year Havel. Havel. Yeah, right. Havel. Yeah, that, that's the last Havel. year of the, the middle level in high school. No, yeah. what's the one? Uh, so I studied at Zaldhoek School. What's the HBO? Yeah, that's yeah. HBO. Okay, that's a yeah. HBO. So I had to study a year there to get my proper Dalza to be able to study at Maastricht University. Yeah, that's what Nick is I'm actually in the same situation. So <laughs> that's what I had to do. And then I went to Maastricht University and didn't like it and came back to Zald, but that's another matter. <laughs> <laughs> so you came back to the same uh, I came back to the same studies in, this, in, in the end. Okay, so that was better. Yes. Right, so you, so you left and then you saw what was on the other side and went back. Yeah. Right, but that's good. I think that's we need to have those opportunities as well. If you're doubting your studies right now, it's okay to make that decision to switch and see if something else is better. Ninka, you, you loved it, right? The second one was the right decision for you. Yeah. And if you don't, then you can always go back and yeah, it sucks, but don't think that you have to decide it before the 1st of February. Especially if you're an international student, you don't have to. You can, but don't let that be like a time pressure thing. And try and go with your gut if you're not enjoying your studies in a big way i think mm. you know the difference between something can work for and something that is gonna really hurt you and i think yeah. you really just have to listen to that feeling and don't push you through something that's gonna be really damaging for you yeah because that's a bit of a situation that you are in ninka right now right yeah. so you decided to stop you did want to finish that first year why did you make that decision to stop in your second year um, well, uh, as I said before, I had a few difficulties during my first year and it had a lot of influence um, on my tests uh, and I failed a few, but I got the chance to do it over in my second year and to quit all my classes, uh, don't have to go to lecture. So that's actually pretty great. <laughs> so you're not participating in the second no, year curriculum no, now? No, yeah. I'm not participating. Um, and I only have to do my last test. So for now, just one. Just one. <laughs> just one, but it's taking forever. Huh? It's taking forever. <laughs> it's, oh, it's tough. But it is a lot of stress, I think, because uh, if you want to make that decision but you're not sure you told us a little bit already that there was support for you you talked to a lot of people uh, when did that process start where you were like hmm, this doesn't feel right for me um actually uh during the first difficulties i started the conversation with my mom um was that still in your first year that was still in my first year that was actually in the beginning of my first year i was doubting a few things um uh, and in the beginning, I, it's not that I was ashamed, but I, it was difficult to start the conversation. And I started actually um, just by telling her, like, okay, a few things w went wrong. What should I do? I, I, on the other hand, I really like it, but all the problems that come with it makes it very difficult. And 
um, didn't make the whole school experience fun. And it's okay. It not it it had has not have to be fun. Um, but well, you not sure if I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, you have to enjoy your student time. Yeah, That's the exactly. thing. It's not always that fun, but it's you not have always to, fun. But yeah. you have to enjoy your studies. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoyed it in a way. But after that, more things went wrong, and uh, eventually, I only had to do a few tests, and yeah, I made the decision to go through with it. Yeah. It, to go to finish this yeah, first to year to get that population. Yeah. And you already looked was at this in the first year when you already started looking at uni and what other yeah. options do I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already I already started um, after the whole problems came and I thought, okay, you know what? I really like healthcare, um, but I don't really know which direction. And then I just started to look at studies that are, yeah, that give more opportunities to go different directions and... Yeah, because it's a big decision, right? There's still that yeah. future, and what yeah. am I going to do with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, f- I found something. I have something to look. At. So you made the decision. Yeah. That's good. Ruby, can I ask you, like, how was it to make that decision? Was it a quick process for you, or did it take a the while? The decision to stay, or um, well, to quit side first and go to uni and then come back. I think it has a lot to do with pride for me. I, I wanted to prove that I could do the academic path, right, in yeah. some way and that I was worthy of it because I was denied access the first time. And I think I'm quite stubborn in that regard. I really wanted to prove to myself <laughs> yeah. and to everyone around me that, yeah, now I can get my, uh, I can get myself there based on merit and not because anyone gave me a leg up, which is in many cases what a lot of people in the course I was in had a certain amount of privilege and accessibility from private schools, international schools or other types of elitist education and I come from a state school background I come from a relatively poor family in and it's like for me it was like a big challenge to get there in the first place and I wanted to get there prove it and I read a lot and I enjoy this way of working but then I got to that world of academia I realized I really don't like being in this elitist environment in the first place. Yeah, exactly. That's. I think we base a lot of decisions on things that we think are going to happen or, or think that we can do with it. But then you get into uni and you f- see that it's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, making decisions, that's the, the main topic here. Uh, we're going to listen to another song of the Scissor Sisters, I Can't Decide. So let's see what you have to see about that.
was the Scissor Sisters, I Can't Decide. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of difficult decisions to make and what to think about when you're making these decisions. Uh, because it's not an easy one, right? Quitting school or switching courses uh, to make that decision. And of course, it's tough if the studies that you looked forward to is not it. I think we can recognize that. I had that in my first year of studying. You finish high school, you sign up for the studies and you so look forward to that and the whole future behind it and the job that you're going to have. And then it's not it. And that, um, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I think we can uh, put yeah. it like that. Yeah. I think it's also the realization that, you know, I think throughout high school, a lot of us are kind of pushed in more of the studying post high school um, option. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's not, necessarily the way forward and it's also this this expectation that the uni years are meant to be the best years of your life and all of this stuff which is actually really not true I mean I think over half the people I've spoken to had some sort of breakdown in first or second year definitely (laughs) and that's not just related to not liking your studies but I think growing as a human and sort of realizing it's actually really hard to know what you want from life and what you want to do in the future yeah because studying is about more than just learning skills to get a job that's kind of how we're led into it right you do high school and then you have to choose here we have to choose i think when we're 14 different packages of courses in high school and then you're either in a dutch system yeah in a dutch system yeah <laughs> but again that for all us internationals here it's a bit different in all around the world in the education so how does that systems. work in england in England, around 14, I think you have to do uh, 10 or 11 subjects uh, still, and you can choose one or two. So you can choose like a couple of extra ones above the yeah, basics. Yeah, so add-ons. So yeah. just a couple of add-ons that you can kind of choose if you're interested. I was really lucky in that I could do some kind of cool ones. So I did astronomy and sociology. See, that's really cool. Which we is really have cool. that in high school. And I those could- are the kind of ones that we added on. And then we, at 16, we choose three subjects, which are like preparation years for university. So yeah. they're two years intensive study of a deep field knowledge of one study. So I did biopsychology and sociology. All right, that's really cool. I think that's very valuable uh, subjects as well. Instead of how it works here, it's more guided towards one direction. I know that in Belgium, they do that even earlier on when they're like 13, they go to high school and then you already choose like where do you want to go? And that's really how we look at universities as well. Are you either going to study economics and be an economic or go into politics or there's these directions that you go into. And when that's not it or when you're studying and like you said, Ruby, there's this whole personal development. Who am I as a person? Uh, and yeah, maybe like you told us, Nienke, that dyslexia comes up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's what really makes it hard and that mm-hmm. can be a big big disappointment as well um yeah Ninga, how was that for you when you knew like okay this is not the studies i want to do something different what what thoughts came up what situations do you have to take in account with making this decision um well i never actually planned my future and stuff i uh Actually, uh, when I accidentally chose a study, social work, let's just call it social work, um, I I got interested in healthcare. Um, I already had a degree. I wanted to figure something else out, maybe something more, nursing. Um, and I knew that there was might a chance uh, that, it, that that wasn't it for me. Um, 
Well, uh, actually, yeah, that's the point where I'm at right now. So it, you started doubting this, yeah, I this, start, this specific course already. Yeah, 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 it's actually, I'm maybe, maybe one day, if university, Maastricht University is not it, I will be returning to, might study to be a nurse, but not in Heerle. Um, I'm going to go to Eindhoven. I already thought right. about that. But first... Um, I want to figure out if health sciences is something for me. I just want to continue the first year. And after that, I will just, I will decide uh, if I stay yeah. or, or if, you yeah, go. if I go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because it's a whole different direction, right? Health sciences is, it sounds, obviously it's more scientific. Yeah. Also because it's at university mm -hmm. and what you're doing now at Zuid is more being a nurse and the, also the practical side, I wouldn't say just, but yes. uh, more working with the people yeah right? it's it's more practical actually and uh with maastricht university you're you're you, you do a lot of um how yeah say research i'm sorry i didn't i couldn't got the word in myself inside my head um it's but a different yeah. way of translating the knowledge i would say in maastricht university yeah. it's very uh, focused on writing papers. Yeah, and yeah, I know, I know, I know. This kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware. I, I, I already did a few classes, been to a few lectures, and I really liked it. So I'm actually pretty excited to start at the first year. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the good vibes, right? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. You have that excitement again. Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm, right now at the point where I'm at. I'm really glad that I just have to do one test. Um, but there were a few things that did cross my mind. Finance, because right now I have my student loan. Uh, I have a job, so I, I have a home. <laughs> I have like a little studio, so I still need to um, have, to have the money to uh, pay off my rent and still do fun stuff. and Yeah, because if you stop with school, then you'll lose your student loans, that's yeah, what you mean, right? Yeah, yeah. but luckily I, I already have a, a degree and work in that work field, so um, finding a job wasn't that hard, actually. Um, and uh, yeah, I know a lot of students uh, have student loans and Actually, I'm gonna miss it <laughs> in a way, but yeah, you know, I have to work for this year. Miss Uncle Duo. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna miss Uncle Duo. Yeah, Uncle well, Duo. still, it's a loan you have to pay it back sometime, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's good that if you take that pause, that you can just work for it. And other things, because you talked about your mom before that when you started yeah. doubting it and the first exams didn't go that well, that it took some courage to talk to your mom about it. Yeah. But yeah, my mom was very encouraging. Uh, actually, my mom has just started a new study. Oh. And uh, she's 58 right now. And knowing, because first I was like, yeah, I already finished the study and I'm going to be a lot more yeah, older than my other classmates. Um, you but think just, you were going to be too old? Is that what you yeah, want to not, say? Yeah, not too old. I'm not the oldest of my classes. Um, but there is an age difference. And in a way, it's, y you, can, you can feel it. There's a different, not exactly a different level, but there's there's a difference when you're in a class and there's somebody. Even how old are you now? You're 22. 22. Right? Yeah. And, and you, if you're gonna go to uni, well, I'm gonna look at Ruby now because you're more in the student scene. But people start studying still at 22, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. I yeah. mean, in my own course, it's kind of odd. I'm the one of the youngest in a year, 
and I just turned 21 and I'm graduating this year, but so I started when I was 18, fresh and fresh faced. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone else was in their mid 20s. There was even someone in their late 30s who was studying. I think the bigger group uh, at my study is is around 16. 16, 16 starting age. Yeah, starting age. But That's is that at set now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you go to university, I think it's going to be different. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. But there are a few classmates that are 25, already fi finished a bachelor degree and just thinking about yeah, exactly. doing something else, going in a different direction. Um, and just looking to my mom, yeah, it's it, it really encouraged me to continue finding what I want and just um, not afraid of making mistakes. I mean, it's okay to make a mistake. I don't really see it as a mistake, actually. You're just trying to find out which direction is something for you. Yeah, I think you should look yeah. at it like that because yeah. there's always things that you learn. Yeah. I switched as well. I didn't really want to, but I had to yeah. after a year. Yeah, but in the beginning, it, it, kind of it, it kind of felt like failure at yeah, the beginning. I can imagine yeah. that, yeah. And that's always, because that's the painful part about yeah. it, right? I, I decided to do this. Now I didn't make it. Exams sucked. Mm -hmm. uh, you Obviously, you really try to get mm -hmm. through that year. And if it doesn't work out, then it sucks. But after a while, when you look back, that's what I have now when I look back at that first year. I didn't make it, but there's a lot I learned about myself. And then exactly. there's new adventures, obviously. You're I gonna think do that's almost the purpose of the first year. Yeah, often definitely. Is like, I think, you know, I know so many people who switched studies after the first year. Mm -hmm. And I think as a chance for you to figure out multiple times even yeah. in the first year <laughs> multiple first years yeah and we know, i know a few years. of those as well yeah that just then. keeps doing that first year yeah but how else are you going to figure out what you want yeah exactly i think yeah. it's really good to look at different options but also you learn what there are so many skills that you do learn even though you're not going to do anything with with the specific courses but you learn how to write papers you learn yeah. how to do tests you yeah. learn how to socialize with new people mm -hmm. get through a year uh, and then start living on your own you know stuff like that as well growing up and looking at your finances and learning how to fix all those things i think that's part of the the growing up and the studying as well so there's a lot of important things that you learn in that first year and yeah even if you don't make it in that school or it's not for you it's, it's also a good experience mm -hmm. and then if you don't continue there's a lot of time to party right there's <laughs> party. a, lot of, and a lot of time to party to work and make your money well, yeah depends exactly. on your studies oh, yeah well yeah. if you, if you don't continue yeah. like if you quit now in my own study in first year, it was super intense. We were working 80 to 90 hour a week sometimes. Yeah, that's crazy. But then that's art school for you, so okay. yeah, it pushes you hard. In yeah, the first definitely. Year. I saw that difference as well between cons conservatory because that's also, that was really intense for me. And then I transferred to social work after that. And that was so relaxing for me. <laughs> I was like, oh, here it's like just like... 12 hours, 14 hours of school? No, I still had about 35 to 40 hours of school. And then besides that, studying, obviously. But at the conservatory, it was so much more because you have so many different courses and there's so much stuff that you have to do, like learning your music, your yeah, Ruby mm -hmm. for you. It's like making, yeah. building, creating stuff. Making, that, building, and it's yeah. also the fact when you're at the arts faculties, all the events are always in the evening. So you're kind yeah. of expected to... Oh. Be at work. And the classes are in the still evening. in the morning. Oh, wow. So you have to work something like, uh, I don't know, let's say eight in the morning till one in the morning sometimes. 
Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, it's a different type of study. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole different type. And of at, at university, what you see is that there's less contact hours, mm-hmm. but there's more studying at home yeah. and writing papers. Yeah. More staring into your computer and yeah, less running exactly. around like a chicken. That's the research part of it. <laughs> All right, but as long as we're happy, it's good, right? So we're going to go into a happy song. This is one of my favorite songs by the Gorillas. Probably know it, uh, and it's called "Feel Good." So let's get into those good vibes now. Oh, 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 
Feel Good by the Gorillas. Oh, I absolutely love this song. <laughs> Because that's what we want, right? Feeling good. And I think in this situation, if we're talking about school and the decisions we have to make with our courses and what we do, um, yeah, making, making, actually making that decision is key to feeling better, feeling more comfortable. Um, because there comes a moment where you have to make that decision. Do you stay or do you go? And I think there are three possible answers to this question, which is you either continue with your studies, you quit or you switch. Uh, and it's only one of three. Well, Ninke, you decided to quit. Since you made that decision, you were thinking about it in the first year, but mm -hmm. now you actually decided, I'm going to finish that first year, the get the propedeuse, mm -hmm. and then I'll quit. What did that do for you? Um, well, let's just start with a lot of less stress. Um, and uh, yeah, working a lot. Uh, finally uh, <coughs> got money to pay my license. <laughs> my driver's license. Yeah, my <laughs> driver's license. So that's uh, fun. Um, I have a lot more time to do fun stuff, do things with family. Um, I'm actually planning a trip for a month uh, to Mexico. Oh. So I'm going to travel. Uh, to visit your family, right? Because yeah, you're from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. because I'm Mexican. So I'm going to visit my family there and meet everybody. So um, that's something to look forward to. Um, and yeah, just know a little bit more from uh, the place I came from. Oh. And actually, I'm not quitting. I don't see it as quitting, but I'm just switching. Yeah, you're switching. Yeah. 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 So you all finish that last exam then yeah. take take a break of a few months because mm -hmm. you're working now are you working more hours or the same hours than you were studying um no i'm working more hours like 24 to till 32 actually okay, so you're working more hours yeah. but just having to make that decision gave you that much less stress and now you're you feel like you have more time because yeah it, it doesn't sound like you have more time but it feels like you have more time to have fun and look at yeah. new options in your life yes and exactly make other exciting decisions mm -hmm. and looking forward to the next studies Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, I feel like that as well. That as soon as you make that decision, it's th this weight that gets off of your shoulders, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a big weight off your shoulders once you decide. I think the hardest thing is deciding something and then you just go by, stick by your guns and go for it. And well, it lands you wherever it lands you, but at least you've made a decision going down a certain path. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I have new directions to go. I always see it as this, this bottleneck, right? It just that pressure at some point will get too much and you have just ripped that cork out, take that decision and then afterwards there's only parties, there's only <laughs> good feelings. There's still going to be new things that you have to deal with. But I think once you get that pressure off of trying to struggle through that school or even if you decide I will finish this, then it's also good because then you have a goal, a clear goal, and then you know that I decided to do this and I can I can get there. Right? Mm -hmm. We can all get there as long as you're clear on where you're going. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, if you do make that decision, that's something that I wanted to uh, say to our listeners as well. If you do make that decision to uh, stop your school now or maybe in a few months, there are some steps that you have to take. Ninka, you have this experience probably as well because you're rounding up school now and there's certain yeah administrational things and stuff mm -hmm. that you have to do um so i'm just gonna walk through these steps and if i'm missing something or with your experience or ruby you as well if i was missing something please uh, add on to it first thing sign out of university and then studylink as well because you have to sign out of your school but then also online with studylink and duo you have to make sure that you're not registered there uh, anymore um, and this, you can always inform like a dean or somebody at your school um, 
for some students, that's well, let's call it the two percent that does want to use that first of February rule. There will also be people at uni that know if you can get money back or if there's any financial support, but just make sure that you inform there. Um, stop if you get do do you get the OV cards as well, the public transport card, or is it also only something for Dutchies? Only for oh. Dutchies. This is so unfair. This is really unfair. I didn't know. We I pay a lot of money to study here. Because I do know some international students that get it, but just maybe getting from one place to another when they have to do research, I don't know. Well, well uh, you do get one if you study like at the science faculty to get right. to labs, but exactly. that's only for that journey. You can't use it anywhere else except yeah. for that one journey. So then maybe check that as well, because if you have that, uh, then you have to make sure that you stop it before the fifth day of the month that you don't have rights with anymore, because they will fine you big time if you don't it's like 97 euros fine per week. two weeks yeah a week right it's or crazy per two weeks um yeah and then the last thing uh, decide on your next step so decide what is it that i'm going to do now because uh, that will give you a lot of clearance obviously get that pressure off your back as well uh, and then you'll know uh, where to go Ninka, do you have any other tips or mm. does that cover anything <laughs> you cover ev- you covered everything yeah. ruby any other tips or is it uh, good like that? Any tips from an international student? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of tips that I would advise people. Um, just make. I think the most important thing is to have your housing sorted. Because if you're yeah. homeless, then it's a bit awful, whatever you're doing. If you're <laughs> studying, if you're not studying, particularly if you're an international student, make sure you're... And you're moving here as well. Make sure you yeah. look for a place in advance. Make sure... You always did the housing game in the Netherlands is ridiculous. It's so make crazy. sure you know where you're going at least. Yeah, either that or if you happen to leave early, because that's also something that can be really difficult if you leave early. Yeah. That can even be like two months before you plan to leave. Maybe you finish your then courses Then make sure early. you can try and sort your housing. That's yeah. a really big thing. I think the best way to find support in that is online. We have the Sharing is Caring Maastricht Facebook group. You can ask any question there. Uh, but but yeah, landlords are not that nice to students, but I think international students in particular with the rent, with the deposits. Oh man, the messages I see about that. It's crazy. So yeah, find some support there as well. Um, yeah, I think that was a really good tip. Thank you, Ruby. Um, that was, should we go into the cultural agenda? I have a very big cultural agenda <laughs> this week. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on. Um, so first thing that I saw was an entrepreneur's casual meetup at uh, the Commons from the Student Hotel. This guy's organizing a meetup there where you can just have a drink. And if you're interested in maybe being an entrepreneur, starting a business as a student, or if you have a business and you have questions about that, then it will be a really awesome place to uh, meet other entrepreneurs or people that know something about it can advise you with that. Uh, that's happening the 24th, so that's Friday. Then, of course, there's a lot of parties at Lambo Belang and the Musikhitterei this weekend. But something that's also very interesting for the people interested in music, especially classical music. There's a night of classical music at the conservatory and our own uh, Sashit is going to be playing there as well. So if you're interested in that, that's going to be the 25th of January, so Saturday. Next week at the Peter, there will be a Pink Floyd night. That sounds really cool. So I'm going to check that out myself. That will be Tuesday, the 30th of January. And if you're looking for 
buying secondhand stuff. You can do that in the Mac this weekend. There's a big uh, flea market, which is basically a garage sale, I think. Flea market? Yeah, flea market uh, at the Mac the 26th. So that is Sunday on the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Any add-ons? I'm looking at uh, Ralph, and now you always know everything that there is to do here in Maastricht. Anything that I missed? I covered it. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, then, um, yeah, can we go into the last song or are we a bit We've early? We've got, uh, We've got 40 seconds. 40 seconds, all right. Well, then we can round it, up, round it up. If you decide to quit your studies now or if you decide to switch, think about all the things that you learned about yourself in your first year of studying or if it was been two already just know that there's a lot of lessons that we can learn that has nothing to do with passing tests or getting through that curriculum life is more than studying life is definitely more than studying student life is about more than finishing your studies not so even student life existence as a human is more than <laughs> studies too often people get too caught up in this and Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's time for some people particularly to take a bit of a chill pill and step back. Definitely, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your time. If you're studying, if you you're don't know what to do, just enjoy, enjoy the time that you have and see what else there is to, uh, to discover. There's so many adventures out there. <laughs> just go choose a new adventure. So whatever you decide, um, it'll be okay. And we're going to go into our last song with that. Uh, Billy Joel, My Life, he has something to uh, to say about that as well. So let's see what that is. Uh, enjoy the lyrics of this song. And a last thank you to Code 043 and RTV oh. for providing us the studios and sponsorship to yes. make this radio show happen. And we will see you again next week with a special show about slime mold. Yes. Oh, yeah, I wrote that down as well. Luna's going to talk about slime. It's going to be very interesting. All right. See you again next week. Bye, everyone.
als ik wil piloot werden. Heb jij dat beste toch al? Wieso? De beste brokkenpiloot. Altijd weer auto's aan. Hier in Krets toont duur. Met over. Gewoon ik nog mooie auto's gaat in een Valkenburg. Dan zien ze er niks meer van. Hop, in de leenauto. Ferio Fokwa garantie. Fokwa. Fokwa. Snel klaar, gepotst. Blinkend wie de spiegel, joh. Dat ze dicht maar in een helm meegeven. Jos, is zeg maar altijd zwaar. Wie want mos? Wie want mos? Wie want No, 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 Pierre. Hangt in een auto te zien, kent ze ze beter weer bellen. 043 609 09 Of gang naar mos. Autoschade.nl. Lekker digitaal. Digitaal, Pierre. Digitaal. Oog, oog. Huidcentrum Limburg is dé kliniek voor advies over uw huid. U kunt bij ons terecht voor dermatologie, plastische chirurgie, gynaecologie, spataderen, huid- en odeemtherapie, huidverbetering of het aanmeten van therapeutische kousen. Met onze kwaliteit, deskundigheid en jarenlange ervaring staan wij voor u klaar. We hebben contracten met alle zorgverzekeraars en voldoen aan alle kwaliteitskeurmerken. Boek nu online uw afspraak op www.huidcentrumlimburg.nl Huidcentrum Limburg, dat voelt goed. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. 87.5 op de kabel, 107.5 in de ether. Dit is Ewald van Liemt met het radionieuws. De zoekactie op een kerkhof in Maastricht... waar mogelijk de stoffelijke resten van de sinds 1993 vermiste studenten...